All right, chime time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Well, I know that this is people are tuning in potentially for for football picks and props. We're just mm-hmm. a hockey podcast now. Ju- we're just the pro- we get out of the way. We just get out of the way. What what I now I now I'm distracted. Sorry for those listening on the podcast, not watching on Twitch. We do it live on Saturday mornings on Twitch. What are you wearing for a shirt? The Tim uh, the Toolman? No, Tim the Tap Man. Okay, he's who's a, Tim the Tap Man? He's a big time streamer, mud. Video games or just like li- one of those life guys? Like, no, 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 hey, no, hey, what's up? I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts. We're going, man. Let's go. No, no, no. He's a uh, video game guy. He plays a lot of uh, Overwatch 2. Uh, he plays a lot of Call of Duty. He played a lot of Fortnite back in the day. Um, he's like the same age as me. He's just an awesome dude. I love following his content. So, See, my kids are into uh, Madden. So the guy okay. that I know, his name is Yo Boy Pizza. Oh, you've mentioned him before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does a lot of Madden streams. Language, hey, yo, boy, if you're watching right now on Twitch or listening to the podcast, the language can be tuned down a little bit. A couple mm, words you Not say family that, friendly, I guess. Yeah, they, they got, there are kids listening who like your Madden skills. And we, <laughs> he, he did this thing, China, we'll get the football picks and hockey picks in a second. He built, I think he built, maybe he bought it. But you know Plinko, the yeah. game Plinko from, oh, yeah. uh, whatever. Uh, uh, Price is Right. Price is Right. Yep. He built that. And he puts like, is like, okay, guys, wh- what position are we going for in the first round of the draft? Oh, oh skill geez. position. Yeah. And the, the editing <laughs> is awesome. The, the editing's awesome. But the That's language, so yo boy, could be better, is all I'm saying. So, Tim Fair the Tap Man, uh, congrats to you for probably making millions of dollars videotaping he makes a lot of uh, video games on stream and chimes a fan since you bought his merch. He is a co owner of an esports organization now with Jerry Jones. So, that's wow. Definitely- so, he's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, exactly. Kind of a big deal. Kind of, a little bit. All right. Uh, you are listening to the Mutt and Shine BetQL Boston Football Picks Podcast. We do three picks each. We do some prop bets, and we send you on your way. But uh, we will have a hot – you have a promise hockey bet at the end of this for the people? I sure do, Mutt. You're 23-8 and eight on hockey bets. Is that documented this year? Uh, that is correct. 23-8 wow. and eight on hockey bets. All right. Uh, we'll start with the football. This is not my pick, but we should discuss your New England Patriots, who are a three-and-a-half-point favorite against the Jets uh, in a game that will be as ugly as it looks on paper, I think, Shime. Uh, both teams since week five are top five DVOA defensive teams. Uh, there are some trends at points of the Patriots. Bill Belichick totals under 40. He's 34-12-1 against the spread. Uh, <laughs> but, it's, but then you get into, like, Mac Jones, the offensive line. If you want the Patriots, you're really betting that the bye week helped them. You're betting on Mac being healthy and betting against Zach Wilson. Betting on the Jets, you're betting on their defense. You're betting against the Patriots' offensive line. Like to me, it's a coin flip. I'm not betting this game with real money. Yep. But same. what's going to lead me to say I would I would pick the Jets if I had to is this stat so far this year in the NFL: uh, three point or plus underdogs with games of the total under 47. Oh jeez. Are 46 and 19. Wow. 71%. 71%. <sighs> it's disgusting. So I, I would, if forced to do it, I would take the points, but I'm not interested in this game. I'm not betting this game. I have no real feel other than give me the points. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I don't, I'm not going to bet this game either way. I would, my, my whole thing is I'll, I'll take the Patriots just because I can't, 
I can't for the second time be like, mm, the Jets are really good, and then just go after the game. Oh, but Bel- Belichick just owns Zach Wilson. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll take the Patriots. But he was so here. bad. Like, is he? Re- can is it possible he's that bad again? Like there were two picks he threw that should have been balls incomplete or out of bounds. Two. Yeah. To, to John Anderson's credit, he made a good point this morning on the WEI producer show. Uh, Belichick sometimes just owns certain quarterbacks. He owns Jared Goff. He owned Andrew Luck. I think Zach Wilson is one of those quarterbacks that he just outright owns, and he won't be beaten by him. And so for me, I just I can't I can't take the I can't take the Jets. I'm not going to bet on this game. I can't take the Jets. I got to take the Patriots here. Patriots 12-0-1 in the last 13 against the Jets, 13-0 straight up. So you would take the Patriots. Any feel on the total since early in the week? You were on the over. Where are we at with the total this morning? Yeah, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to go over. I think there's a good chance you're getting defensive special teams touchdowns in this game, uh, which indicates to me points. And so last game hit 39. It was 22 to 17. I think you're going to see something very similar. I wouldn't be shocked if it was something like a 24 to 19 weird 24 20 kind of finish. Um, I think this total should be around 40 41. Uh, and so I'm getting two or three points there. So I like the over of 38. I'm just checking on DK. Uh, it was 38 yesterday. We still, thir- I mean, 38 at lowest, lowest total on the board. These under games have felt under. Although we look across, this is not, this is not a great offensive slate. Rams Saints total is 39. Commanders Texans 41. Jets Patriots 38. You like the over in a game? I can't believe the total in that game. We'll get to that. 40 for Steelers Bengals. Like this is. This is not a great slate, Shine. Last week was a lot better. Yeah, not the best slate, but I do like a lot that's on this slate. All the it's it's really it's really funny. I love a lot, and then I also hate a ton. So oh. it's, it's it's there's no in between. There's no gray area this week. So all right. So I went two and one last week. I believe yep. I get first pick. What was what's my record now for the year? Do you have the updated record? Uh, I sure do. Mutt. Let me just pull up my old notes app here. Your record on the season: 17, 10, and three. I'll so take that. Good. I'll take that through what 20 games or so. What, yep. no, 30 Seven, games, 30 17 games. out of 30, you're hitting well over 50%. I'll take I that. am 16, 13, and one. I'm just barely over 50%. We'll take it. Uh, I'm going to start with the Cowboys, Shime. Uh, this line was one a couple days ago, went to one and a half. Now it's two. So I'm stuck here on this podcast telling like the Cowboys minus two at you the You want Vikings. some good news? I like good news. Uh, you're going to get a half a point. It's Cowboys by one and a half. I will take the Cowboys minus one and a half at the Vikings. Um, I mean, this one's, to me, it's pretty simple. Minnesota, and I like Minnesota. I push Minnesota on you. Uh, You played them and said never play them again after they couldn't cover against the Commanders. I'm playing against them here because this line should be three, three and a half. The Cowboys are really good. Their DVOA on the year, Shime, is four. Total team DOA is four. They had three or four games with Cooper Rush as their Mm -hmm. quarterback. So that's not even factoring Dak and Gallup now being back and healthy. Minnesota, by the way, is 17th. Uh, it was a great game to watch last week, but they got lucky against the Bills. You play that game a yeah. hundred times uh, and play it out the way it played out. Them. Minnesota does not win more than a handful of times, quite frankly. Their defense, for as much talent as they have, they give up 7.4 yards per pass attempt. That's the second most in the NFL. I think it's a good DAC game. Uh, Kirk Cousins against the spread, 16-28-2 after a straight-up win, so he's not able to put back-to-back good games together. And here's what pushed me over the edge. Uh they get pressure, does this Cowboys defense chime. Second highest pressure rate in the NFL defensively. Uh, Minnesota's offensive line, 30th in pressure rate allowed wow. against opposing defenses. Uh, they should be favored by more. I'll take the one and a half. Uh, give me Cowboys one and a half at the Vikings, my three-point pick on this Saturday morning. Yeah, um, not you know, not to give him credit twice in one podcast, but John oh. Anderson also mentioned to the media this morning Jeez. how bad Kirk Cousins is on obvious passing downs. So your second, third, and longs. 
um, Kirk Cousins has been awful this year. And I think in part that's because the offensive line is so bad at allowing pressure. And so I, I do think Dallas can get pressure. It's weird. I, I think Minnesota is a fraud team. I'm still stuck you on said that over and over. Kind again, of fraud. Yeah. Um, like you said, they're what 17th or 18th in DVOA. Like 17th. Yeah, they're not they, – like the numbers don't suggest they're good, but their record is still good. They're somehow winning yeah. games. Eventually there has to be some regression to the mean of all these one-possession wins that they're getting. Um, and so I think this might be that opportunity. The only thing that holds me up, though, is Dak hasn't been great since yeah. he came back. In four games, he's thrown like 850 yards, six touchdowns, and four picks. He hasn't been as efficient as I'd like him to be. But Tony Pollard's been really good. The Dallas defense has been really good in spots. So. Um, so I'm hoping for a couple Kirk Cousins turnovers for you. I'm not going to bet this game. I'm This is one of my – I'm just going to sit back and watch games, especially in that light 4 o'clock slate. Um, I, I There's only three games. This is one of the games I want to just sit and watch. So I'm not going to bet this game at all. But Well, only idiots bet teasers, but I did put this in a teaser this morning. So I got to tell you, this is a teaser piece I do like. Uh, I, I like get it. back up over three for the Cowboys. Yeah, you can Ready get back up over three for the Cowboys. Or if you kind of like the Vikings, especially at home, you can get the Vikings up to seven. Or, and now you can get them up to eight. Like, I, I, I think in a way like that is just yeah. insanely valuable. Um, so I do like this game in, in teaser pieces, but when it comes to actually just betting it straight up, I'm just going to sit and watch. All right. So I'll take the Cowboys first pick. Who do you like? Who's your first uh, pick? So the team I'm betting on first this week is a team I've bet on twice and I've hit on them twice. So I'm going to continue with it, uh, here this week. Uh, that's going to be, how can it lose? No, 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 it's not that it, it's not that it, it's not how can it lose? It's just, I pick my spots with this team because okay. they're also a fraud team, but they're still winning football games. That'd be the New York giants. I want the New York giants laying three, uh, against the Detroit lions. The Detroit lions are awful. Um, and for me, this is a Saquon Barkley game. It just screams Saquon Barkley similar oh, yeah. to last week. He had a great game against Houston. He was the offense last week. I think that will be similar this week again. Uh, and the giants defense just gets stops when they need to as weird as they are and they're they're very much that bend don't break mentality brian dayball in my opinion him and mike mcdaniel are two of the revelations when it comes to coaching new coaches in this league this year uh, i think he's been fantastic i don't think the giants are as good as their record indicates but i do think that they're a lot better than this detroit team specifically because of the coaching three points isn't enough so i'm going to take the uh the giants laying three at home for the detroit Lions. the detroit Lions stink outside of that dome they're not going to be able to put up offense i want the i want the giants i also like the idea of you know dayball going against this defense with as you said saquon barkley i yep. mean he's the he's probably the top play in daily fantasy this week he'll be massively owned because of that uh, on DraftKings, his price is almost nine thousand. So maybe I'll keep it down. But he's he's an awesome play. Detroit gets a little bit healthier. It sounds like Josh Reynolds is finally going to come back and play. DeAndre Swift was not on the injury report. And he still got he's still getting out touched two to one by Jamal Williams. Yeah, they I are limiting him, so. which I don't understand. But the other thing too, I think it was Peter Schrager. Uh, on the Bill Simmons pod mentioned this the last six times that the t number one running back in football leading rusher in football faced the last ranked defense in football. Yep. The team with the running back absolutely blows out the other team. I so, uh, so I, I want, I want the giants here only laying three. Yep. I, I, I think they better coach better team uh, and a huge advantage up front. Uh, I'm with you on that. Uh, I'm going to go uh, number two, give me the Chicago bears getting three. At Atlanta. This is not a game I would have told you yep. week one I wanted to bet. But the reality is what the Bears did with the Patriots are probably not going to be able to do. They went to the bye week with a broken offense, came out of the bye, and now their offense is flipping awesome. awesome. So it's off so the bye, fun. four straight game shine. 
of 29 or more points. Now they lost three of those because their defense is not very good. Yep. But out of the bye with a broken offense and really even around fields, like Dave Montgomery's a fine running back. Mooney's a, a one hit wonder. Cole Komet, like there's no real talent around him. Fields to come out and carried this team. He's been awesome. Since, since the bye, they are the number five team in, in the NFL in DVOA. Number five. They were 30th before that. That's insane. Um, Atlanta's defense is 30th DVOA. They stink out loud. Uh, I think this is a good spot. We talked about Justin Fields for the rushing title yep. uh, at 30 to 1. You did. You pointed that out. And hopefully people jumped on board. That's a fun bet for us to have the rest of the way. The Falcons started red hot against the spread chime, 6 and 0. They're 0 and 4 since. Wow. Uh, feels like a big Fields game against the Falcons. Feels like a, a really big uh, Dave Montgomery game. Uh, no Khalil Herbert, and the only other running back on the slate on their roster is a rookie. So I like both those guys in DFS. Uh, give me the Bears getting three at Atlanta in a game where I'll say this, I think the wrong team is favored. I think the I Bears agree. are a better team right now than the Falcons are, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, I, I on my card, I had the side and the total here. Uh, and and so you took the side, made it very easy for me. I'm just going to go ahead and take the total. Give me the over 49 and a half in this game. That's too low. This is one of the few times all season I'm going to tell you this number needs to be up in the mid-50s. This should be like 54. Um, wow. These two defenses outright blow. You saw how bad the Chicago defense was against the uh, the Lions just last week. Uh, Justin Fields, to his credit, has been awesome, but at the same time, still prone to turning the ball over. He threw a pick six last week. That's going to happen. That means quick points for an Atlanta offense that knows how to score. As weirdly as this Atlanta offense is, like they, they, they he just Arthur Smith loves Marcus Mariota. He has like a promise to him or something. They keep running it with him. And this team loves to run the football and they're damn good at it. Um, And against a really bad Bears defense who has traded away Roquan Smith, traded away Robert Quinn, they're going to be able to score points on top of how electric Fields has been. This number needs to be in the mid 50s. So for me, the over was one of my favorite plays of the week. I'm going to go over 49 and a half in this game. All right. Uh, I love you. I respect you. Um, you are, even though you text me at 7.03 a.m. the other day to, to brag uh-huh. about a hockey bet, uh, I, I respect, I, you're the best. Thank you. This is a terrible bet by you. What? What this do you mean is this is a terrible this bet? Is, this line is massively high. In Atlanta, and a half. in These a dome, are, come on. Atlanta's offense stinks. How are they going to keep pace with Chicago? Atlanta's they offense stink. has scored like 20-plus so many times this season. It's fluky. They don't even throw their best player. They have no – Trust me, I hate player. it too, but they score points. They've done it all year. They've put up – I mean, look at it. Look at it across the board. They have put up 26 on the Saints, 27 on the Rams, 27 on the Seahawks, 23 on the Browns, 28 on the 49ers. The good well, I, I, so, I, I guess, yeah, if you assume the Bears have a crappy defense, that's fine. I just The Bears' defense is putrid. You saw how saw just how good the Dolphins were against this team. right? And, and the other thing to me, too, is Bears and Dolphins games, I'm betting over until the books make the numbers too high. That's kind of more, more so than the anything. The number's like, too high, 49. It's, it's not you're giving high. me 55. I'll take the under on your 55 since you're offering that out. So we I can do 54. that for a, a side bet of a Thanksgiving beverage of your choice. But since sure. you're giving me 54 and a half, 55, I'll gladly take the under for a side bet. I hate this bet. Over, over, over. I hate this bet. Uh, number three. Uh, so this is uh, the, the last pick. I was going to take your pick and I ended up not taking it. So I'm glad you took it. I'm glad Perfect. we can talk about that game. But I, I, I'll i let you defer to that one. I'm going to go with. The best underdog coach in the NFL, Mike Tomlin, home dog against the Steelers. I was getting. I thought you were going to take this. It was five a couple days ago, then four and a half. What is it this morning, Shime? 
Uh, last check, it was four. It is currently three and a half for oh, the Steelers. Man. I, I, I was, it was too good to be true. We, we waited too long. I waited too long on this. Admittedly, you know, I, I, oh, you're right. Cause it was three and a half today. Again, in the, the you uh, should not play teasers in the teaser I played this morning in the great state of New Hampshire. Uh, I did tease it up to nine and a half. Oh, um, yeah. I love that. I, I will say this. I, I hate like just saying one defensive player can like change a defense, but TJ Watt's just that good. Like he yeah, came man. back last week and it just, it was a great spot against a bad Saints offense. Really, really good. He is a, a defensive player of the year candidate, even when he misses half the year. Minka Fitzpatrick. I saw somebody online call him Wolverine. He had an appendectomy. He's going to play in this game on this Steelers defense. I know it's the Bengals coming off the bye. But the Mike Tomlin dog stats are amazing. The Action Network had him again this week. He is 41-29-2 against the spread. That's 71% from week five forward as a dog at home, 15-2-1, covering nine straight, and he's won the last seven outright as a home dog against the AFC North. He is 5-0-2 as an undefeated. Uh, He just, I don't know what it is. He gets his teams ready to play. Their defense is in much better shape than they were. I admit it was much better bet at five a couple of days ago. A hundred percent. I'll still back it uh, at three and a half, knowing I'm not getting the best of the number of Saturday morning, get a much better line back on Wednesday. And I'm still not sure that Bengals offensive line is fixed. And Joe Burrow was looking up this morning. He, he takes sacks by the dozen, man. He's, He's worse than Derek Carr. So I mean, he got sacked fifty times last year, and, and, and I, I think the big thing you have on going the offensive for you, line it might still, it might not be good. I think the biggest thing you have going for you too is T.J. Watt back, no Jamar Chase. That's the big thing yep. here is there's I no know. Jamar Chase, and this passing offense has not looked great without Jamar Chase. Like Joe Mixon did look awesome a couple weeks ago against Carolina, and that's why they dominated that game. Not because the offense was great, just because Joe Mixon was freaking awesome. And then you saw last week they weren't great. And it just it it, it kind of crumbled on him a little bit. Um, and so I, without Jamar Chase, I'm not exactly sure what this passing offense is. You saw these two teams play a close overtime three point game in Week One with TJ Watt back. I, my, I, Mike Tomlin is the guy you want to bet as a dog, and you don't want to touch as a favorite. And so I I 100 yeah. percent. If you're getting more than three here, I, I'm with you. 16 three and three against the spread as a home dog is the best of any coach the last 20 years in the NFL. Yeah, it's insane. And he's getting healthy. Um, and, and I, I that Pittsburgh, they get they go Watt back. I would like to see them throw more to to Kenny uh, to George uh, Pickens as somebody who is uh you know has a, a couple of long shot because once the once the injuries happened and he started slow, they put him a, as a stupid number for offensive rookie of the year. I think we talked about it at one point. I asked you about it, and you said, Well, the quarterback would have to win it. And you're probably right, but at 40 to 1, I got a couple bucks on it. So feel free to throw to him in this game. Uh, Your third pick is the pick I almost made, so why don't you go ahead. Yeah, give me the uh, Buffalo Bills laying eight. They're going to be playing in Detroit this week. They're currently digging players out of their houses, trying to get them to an airport, trying to get them to Detroit. Um, All of these things scream disaster, and I still want the Buffalo Bills. There is 0% chance Josh Allen will drop three in a row, especially going against this Cleveland Browns defense, who stinks. They are awful. And on top of that, last week, the only reason the Bills really lost is because Justin Jefferson went effing nuclear, and the Bills made some mental mistakes. Bills take away that mental mistakes. They're not facing Justin Jefferson this week. They're facing Amari Cooper, who, for those who don't know, his home road splits are are 
putrid. It's yep. been this way his entire yep. career. He's good when he plays in Oakland, awful elsewhere. Good when he plays in Dallas, awful on the road. Good when he plays in Cleveland, awful on the road. Guess what? They're on the road this week. Granted, it's Detroit. It's only a, a two-hour and 45-minute and drive from Cleveland or whatever. Doesn't matter. Still on the road. For whatever reason, Amari Cooper, not good on the road. Therefore, the I don't think the Bills should be scared of the Cleveland offense at all. I think this Bills defense will come to play. I think Josh Allen is going to light this team up. Uh, I am just, I'm all over the Bills. This number should be, in a dome, this number should be 10 plus. Like, this should not be eight. I want the Bills laying eight all effing day. Yeah, just assuming they play the, I mean, they're the Bills play on Thanksgiving at Detroit, correct? Correct. They're going to play in Detroit two so weeks in a row, technically. They can't, they can't play the game Monday. Nope. And make them play Monday, Thursday. Nope. So they're have they they haven't gotten to Detroit yet, right? Are they are they no, playing this game for sure tomorrow? Logistically, it was stupid. They should have gotten everybody out of Buffalo prior to the storm. They should have driven to Toronto, stayed there for a night, and fly from Toronto. Yeah, they they definitely should have. But at this point, I, I last Rappaport had tweeted, I think it was this morning, that they are getting players out of their houses, trying to get them all to the airport. Airport's currently closed, so I don't know how that's going to go. But uh, I, they're going to get to Detroit one way or another. They're going to play this game, and Buffalo's going to dominate. And they're also healthy on defense again. Like, they yep. were banged up to the last couple of weeks. They're getting healthy. I'm with you. I would have liked this game at eight, eight and a half. Uh, yeah. It was it was at nine at one point. It came way down. People got it. There's some people got bills at, like, minus seven, which is insane. That, that's a great deal. I really uh, wish we talked about this game a couple days ago prior to the, the announcement that they're moving it to Detroit. I really wish I played the over. I said to you, I was go, I go, I, until you reminded me about the snow, I didn't realize why the over number was at like 42. Yep. And I was like, well, this is stupid. And now it's all the way up to 50. But, but Chime, also uh, when they moved the game, we had uh, our guy from Mohegan on, on, on Thursday. Yep. And he said, when you move a game location, all bets are void. So oh, that I didn't bet, know. Okay. If you had bet the over, it wouldn't have mattered. So, okay, so it would have just got voided out. Yeah, okay. location moves in the NFL, uh, they void bets. He has a, I'll save it. He's going to be on the air with us Tuesday. And he worked in Vegas for a long time. Bomber Brad, Brad Bryant, Mohegan Suns, yep. FanDuel Sportsbook, the man. Uh, but he has an awesome story about a, another voided bet that had like the, the sports book there. Like people were, were ready to kill uh, kill the teller. Well, I'll, we'll save for Tuesday. But yes, location moved, no bets, all the props reset, everything got canceled. Cool. Uh, but I'm with okay. you on this. And I, even at eight and a half, it was a great teaser piece. Now down to eight, you get through that key number of three. It's probably the most square thing on the board to do this week. But if you're, if you're betting teasers. Me and Costos talked about this yesterday, actually, on the Greg Hill show. This might be one of the better teaser weeks in a while. Like, to me, I think... I think Buffalo is very teasable. Uh, Philly in Indy, I think, is a great teaser piece. You look at uh, Dallas and Minnesota, whichever direction you want to go, I think are good teaser pieces. And then you tie in Monday Night Football with the 49ers uh, in Mexico against the Cardinals. Like, I, I think there's so many good teaser pieces this weekend. It's it's the best weekend for teasers we've seen in a while. And I'll also say, like, if you if you really have conviction on that over and you think that number is too low, you get the total in Atlanta, Chicago on a 43 or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the 49ers. That was I took that uh, in Survivor on Merloni 4 a.m. Mego. That felt like a good one. Against yep, okay. banged up Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. I'll Hopefully Kyler plays because uh, I don't love laying eight points if it's Colt McCoy. For some reason, Colt McCoy keeps these games close. He's not stupid, doesn't turn the ball over. The Cardinals <laughs> like play better with Colt McCoy than they do with freaking Kyler Murray. It makes no sense, but it's true. Um, but uh, so I'm hoping Kyler Murray actually plays because then San Francisco should run run the show. All right, I have a couple of prop bets I want to get to, Shime. Do you have a hockey okay. bet to get to? We got about 15 minutes here. Um, Let's run it. 
My first prop that's going to be in this game we're talking about right now. So can I start? Is that okay with you? Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our, our guy, uh, uh, Slop Rules uh, on Twitter, had this last week as a prop. I'm going back to it, especially with the, the fast track in Buffalo. Uh, give me the over on DPJ receiving yards at 47 Ooh, and a half. Okay. You mentioned the splits on Amari Cooper uh, to the point where he is only five yards more, Shine. His, his total on receiving yards, only five yards more because he's been so different on the road with that Cleveland team. And DPJ, he's just a speedster. And yeah. I think that the, the fast track in Detroit plays to him. Uh, so combining Cooper's bad road splits with the fast track of, of, of Cleveland, I think they're in chase mode the entire game. Brissett's going to go out blazing here. It sounds like Deshaun Watson might be back next week. Uh, he was able to pre- go, go to the facility or something. And week 12, he's back. So Brissett's got nothing to lose. They're in chase mode all, mode all game. Uh, give me Donovan Peoples-Jones over 47 and a half receiving yards, minus 115. Mutt, you and I, very simpatico here. I, uh, I I have my first prop in this game as well. I want the Jacoby Brissett over 223 and a half passing yards. <laughs> there you I, go. I, I, like you said, they're going to be chasing all game. They're going to be throwing as much as they possibly can. Yep. I'm going to bet on Jacoby, like you said, going out in a blazing glory here, and he is going to be hucking it. Whether he throws three picks or not, couldn't tell you, but he is going to be unloading it around in, in Detroit. Uh, this one is gone from where it was. It's now it's, it's up to minus 155. So I, I get not playing it, but in that Bears game and our, our, our gambling guest last night, uh, the prop guy, prop yep. bet guy on Twitter, uh, he pointed this out. The Cole Komet receiving total is way too low. Uh, it's two and a half for receptions in that yep. game. Uh, it's been bet That's down already- to minus one. What's yeah, that? Bet down to minus one fifty-five. Yeah, the, it's been juiced up, so I, 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 I'm not really technically giving it out, but he made some great, great points on the show last night uh, about the receiving targets for Justin Fields. The fact that all week he was on the injury report and then no designation all on Friday means he should be healthy. So, uh, if you're playing same game parlays, I, I would move this around. Even if you're playing this game, you've heard I, I took the Bears. Sean likes the over. Cole Komet over receptions. That's one way to play it. But admittedly, minus one fifty-five is not something I'd be. Pound on the chest about so. Why don't you go ahead? But I do. Yeah, like I'm that. shocked you didn't go to this bet. Uh, this is the bet I'm going to take here is Justin Fields over 11 and a half rushing attempts. His yep. last five games: 12, 14, 8, 15, 13. Uh, he he's cleared this number for the last five games, and the one time he didn't, it's because they were losing to Dallas by like 20 points all game, and so they were throwing, and they were in. To be honest, they didn't have the ball a ton because Dallas was just kicking ass. Um. And so I think, again, in this game, they're going to have opportunities. Justin Fields is going to run on this defense. This defense is awful. Uh, so I want the over 11.5, and, and you're even getting plus 105 value there too, uh, which I love. So give me the over 11.5 rushing attempts for Justin Fields. You mentioned the line in Atlanta, Chicago total being too low. I think the Dak Prescott passing total is too low. It's 250.5 up from about 248, 249 last couple of days, minus 125. But I told you the Vikings, you have the second most yards per attempt in the NFL. Fast track there in Minnesota. This is the feels like the best shootout potential game on the board, Shime. Uh, so yep. I want the over Dak Prescott passing yards in this game, 250 and a half. Yeah, I, I don't hate that. Um, like I said, though, I, the, I'm staying away from Dak for now just because he hasn't yep. looked great last few games back. Uh, I'm going to jump to uh, the Giants-Lions game, I said. Like I said, if the, if the Giants are going to dominate this game, it's a Saquon Barkley day. It's a high number. I'm going to take it anyways. Give me over 98 and a half for Saquon Barkley. Wow. Yeah, I uh, I will be playing an alt line total on Saquon uh, in some kind of same game parlay, parlay X, whatever I can get. Uh, I want Saquon like over one fifteen. I just I, 
He had a, what 150 last week. Yeah. This is this screams another big Saquon day. That's how the Giants win football games. Saquon Barkley gets the ball. They possess. They let their defense do their thing, and, and they just dominate the time of possession and dominate the clock. And and I think this is another big week for Saquon. So I want the over 90 and a half. I understand it's a massive number. I understand I'm probably going to pee with the public all over the place on this. I, I gotta go. I gotta ride with the guy Saquon. Again, he's a must-play in DFS cash game. Uh, you know what? I take that back. That's He's not a must-play, but he projects as one of the best players uh, this week. He's going to be massively owned, is my guess. And what I like about Dave, like, he, Dayball doesn't mess around. They use him nope. out of the backfield. They use him as, a, like, he's he's done some, uh, like, uh, shotgun direct snaps out of the Wildcat. Like, it's amazing, Shine. Amazing what a good <laughs> offensive coach can do for a quarterback and team, huh? It's just funny how huh. a good coach knows how to, I don't know, use his best players. That's what pisses me off sometimes about these NFL coaches. They outthink themselves, and they don't just use their best players. Like in Atlanta, why are you not throwing it to Kyle Pitts 10 times a game? It doesn't make any sense. But again, bad coaches are going to do stupid things. So It's like drafting a wide receiver in the second round and then not trying to feature him on some plays. Like if the, fast, the oh. fastest wide receiver in the draft, Tyquan Thornton, and he, instead of him getting the ball on wide receiver runs, Kobe Myers gets the ball. Yeah, it make, makes zero sense to me. Um, so uh, I'll give you one in the Eagles game, Shine. Okay. Uh, they're not great against the run. I think if the Eagles do win this game or keep it close, it's on the ground. So I think passing opportunities will be limited. I know he's had a couple of big games uh, recently, but I'm going to go under on Quez Watkins receiving yards 24 and a half. Nice. Okay. Uh, this is being bet up a little bit, I think, because Dallas Goddard is out in mm-hmm. this game. Uh, but they still have A.J. Brown. Don, uh, Devonta Smith was on the injury report, but they're saying he's good to go. Plus, they're going to run the football, I think, against the Colts in this game. Plus, Jalen Hurts is going to tuck the ball and run. Uh, one big play, and I'm dead. But at even money, with no juice attached to it, give me the under 24 and a half receiving yards, Quez Watkins. Yeah, uh, one of the things that I think is a almost a must bet for now at least, is betting on running backs against the Houston Texans. Um, In their last five games, they have allowed 191, 143, 314, 164, 136. Like, they are horrendous against the run and so i want to i want to invest in washington running backs this weekend uh i'm gonna go with brian uh brian robinson jr over 64 and a half as my actual play i don't hate antonio gibson over 45 and a half either um so like dfs dfs purposes i think antonio gibson might be a better play just because he'll also catch a couple balls for you on top of that and he's in the red zone yeah. Um, but I like both these guys. My actual play here will be Brian Robinson. But if you want to play Antonio Gibson, I love that too. They they showed last week they give the ball 24 times to Robinson against the Eagles, 14 times to Antonio Gibson against the Eagles. They ran the ball 38 times with those two guys last week against wow. the effing Eagles. Imagine what they're gonna do against the Texans front, yeah. who are bad. So I, I like the over on both of these guys. My last one is in a game with a massive spread, Carolina and Baltimore. Uh, Terrence Marshall's reception prop, I'm, I'm hooking these receivers today, is two and a half, and I want the over mm-hmm. at minus 120. Like he, He's now the starting receiver next to DJ Moore. The Ravens should be up a lot in this game. Again, team in chase mode. They throw to him now. He st- they, they got rid of Robbie Anderson. He starts and plays almost every snap in these two wide receiver sets, and his total is way too low. They're going to lose yeah. the game. It's Baker Mayfield who sucks out loud, but two and a half is too few. Give me the over two and a half catches Terrence Marshall for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, the last prop bet I have here is a team total, actually. Uh, I want the under. No, I want the under, under, under 
18 and a half on the LA Rams this week against the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> oh, wow. The Rams stink. Without Cooper Cup, this offense is going to be anemic. They are going to be inept. Uh, and and the Saints are going to be getting back Marshawn Lattimore. Like, they're getting a little healthy. It's going to be a possess-the-ball kind of game against this Rams. The Rams aren't going to be able to score. I want the 18-and-a-half is way too high. Give me the under 18-and-a-half on the Rams. Boy, they have fallen. They have fallen. This If if it's not going to be Allen Robinson week, when is it going to be Allen Robinson week? Probably uh, never. That's when. Probably never. All right, so there he goes. Pick, picks and props. My three picks in order. Uh, give me the Cowboys laying the points. I will take the Bears plus three. And the Steelers now at plus three and a half against the Bengals. Yeah, I'll take the uh, Giants laying three over 49 and a half Chicago Atlanta and the Buffalo Bills laying eight against the Cleveland Browns. All right, enough foreplay, Shine. The people are waiting. They're begging. They need your NHL pick. Shine is now 23 and eight on his NHL picks. And it's not all Bruins. He gives an NHL pick really every single night. Yep. Uh, and as he texted me at 7.03 a.m., he is on fire. So, Chris Shine, the floor is yours. What are we betting in the NHL on this Saturday? So... I really want to bet. Uh, I, I'm go- I, I'm going to bet Uh-oh. the Bruins puck line. I don't hear uh, conviction. I don't no, no, hear conviction here, Shime. I'm it's nervous. Not, Already nervous. It's not a conviction issue. It's just a okay. price issue. I'm going to bet the Bruins puck line tonight. However, it is minus 155, and that's puck line. That's not even money line. The min- money line's like minus 425. Wow. Um, so I will be betting the Bruins puck line tonight. I think the better play, however, is the over. Um. No Lena Solmark. You are getting Jeremy Swayman, who yep. in the three games he's played this year is allowing just over three goals um, per game. And so the Bruins, on top of that, by the way, score exactly four goals a game. That is their exact average over 17 games so far this season. I think that continues tonight. They draw Peter Morazic for the Chicago Blackhawks. This Blackhawks team stinks out loud. Yeah. Um the Bruins should score at least four, if not five, which means I just need Swayman to give up an easy one, and we cash it over six. <laughs> I'm going to take the over of six in this game. If it was Olmark, I would have gone back to the under one and a half goals again uh, yeah. for Chicago, but because it's Swayman, I'm going to go with the game total over six. I also will be playing the Bruins puck line, so I can tell you I will be playing a same-game parlay of the two of them. I don't know exactly what that value is. I can tell you in about 30 seconds, but uh, I uh, just those two uh, while you're getting that calculation up, are you any player props you're going to add into that same game parlay? What's the, is there a Chris Scheim, you know, three leg same game parlay for Bruins and Blackhawks? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, if anything, I will um, same game parlay crossover this with another game. Uh, what if you added Hampus? What if we had your, your boy Hampus for over half a point? So that's the thing in same game parlays on DraftKings, which is a bummer. You can't really bet those props. The only prop you can really bet for players is goal scores. Really? Um, yeah, oh. it's stupid because outside of same game parlays, you can bet player shots. You yeah. can bet shots. You can bet points. You can bet goal scores. You can bet power play points. But within same game parlay, you can't bet points, which is kind of a bummer. But uh, it is what I mean, it is. That, that, that would be a sign they know that they're not those lines aren't sharp for them, and they're yeah. pretty soft lines anyway, and they don't want people taking advantage of people. Like, yeah, so people like you who are twenty three and eight making <laughs> hockey picks. So same game parlay, limited. Christian same game, limited on DK. No, same limited. game parlay of Bruins puck line and the over five and a half yep. plus one forty. That's what I'll be hitting tonight. I can guarantee you, I will play that. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm ready to go for the Bruins tonight. Uh, and then I think in the NHL, a bet I I might actually pair with that as well yep. would be over six in Colorado, Washington. Both these teams have shown, uh, propensities to score a lot of goals. For some reason, it's only six. Uh, I want the over on that and it's minus one Oh five on the six. So give me wow. the over in Colorado, Washington. 
Uh, if you're interested in college football today, Brad Bryant, our guy Bomber Brad, who's 16 and 11, making picks on my show on Thursday. All 16 winners are underdogs. His two dogs he likes today are playing at the same time, 3:30. Uh, he's got Kansas uh, plus the points against Texas and Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee State. I forget who they're playing, but they're getting six at home. So two home dogs, Kansas and Middle Tennessee State. If you hear this before 3:30 on Saturday. Uh, what else the people, Chris Scheim? I'm two minutes before I got to get out of here. So I, I think we've covered pretty much everything in the last 30 plus minutes for the people on Saturday. Yeah, I think, I think we're good. I got my, I got my NHL bets in. I got my prop bets in. I got my picks in. I'm good. I'm, I'm locked in. I'm going to head up to New Hampshire before I head to first Thanksgiving, play some bets, especially for the Bruins game tonight. And then I'll be good to go. Uh, have a great first Thanksgiving. We'll recap, uh, the Patriots game and every other game of the week 11 slate on Monday morning. And we'll have plenty of shows Thanksgiving week. We're not taking the week off. Shime is working. I am working. So plenty of podcasts. Sir. Shime, have a great first Thanksgiving. Not Friendsgiving. No. First Thanksgiving. First Thanksgiving. First, first giving. Have a good yes. first giving today with your dad. We'll talk to you Monday morning, pal. Thank you. Thanks, bud. I'll see you.